Hey everyone, God bless you. Thank you so much for taking some time out of your schedule to join me here on Hope Ministries. I'm your podcast host, Kenny. Uh, excited to be giving you guys another brand new episode. And um, just kind of, you know, just feeling good, feeling happy, feeling blessed, actually. I want to give you guys a, kind of a, a rundown here to catch you guys up on everything. I know my last podcast episode was done with uh, my friend Nikki, who if you guys haven't had a chance yet, please listen to that. It's an amazing story and testimony about her life and what she experienced after a 40-day fast. And uh, those are always very intriguing because everyone always has different things and what they go through. But um, it put into perspective a lot that a fast is so important to give your life before God and just surrender everything else that tends to become a distraction. Yes, even food can become a distraction. Even TV, even movies, um, hobbies, these things can become distractions. So it's good to just set everything aside and just listen to God's voice and what he wants to do in your life. But let me get into what's been happening in my life recently. Woof. If you know anything about me, if, you, if you're listening to this podcast and you know who I am and you're a friend or a church member or a family member, um, you know that this month has been it's been crazy. Um, obviously, this past month in October, um, it was my it was my 30th birthday, also Laura's birthday. You guys saw the episodes about that. And then after that, that's when God just decided to just open up the heavens over our life. And I'm just so thankful because I've seen um, just the, the faithfulness, the fidelity of my parents, just listening to what God says as opposed to what people say. You know, my parents are pastors and, and one can say that you can be heavily influenced by other pastors and other ministers, not only in your in your community and you're in the tri-state area, but also in the world, the ones that you've met, the ones that you encountered. And I guess a lot of frustration could be the case for them. I mean, not, not seeing their three children in the ministry, um, seeing a lot of things almost untouched or kind of like um, waited patiently in a desert by themselves feeling isolated but god has just shown himself up in a mighty way and and god just shows me again and again through them that when you put all your trust and your hope in god there's nothing else that can match it no there's no universe there's no energy or force that can match with the king of kings the creator of all things our god our lord jesus our heavenly father can do and uh so let me let me catch you up on some of these things so after uh, my our birthdays, um, you guys know that I started a process in which I had a many root canals. I had all these things happening. Um, they ended up, you know, doing a root canal, my four front teeth. They drilled in there. They shaved them down. They put temporaries in there. But let me tell you something. The day I went in there to get my permanent crowns, um, I had to cry, guys. I actually had to hug the doctor and the nurse and cry because she showed me my mouth. And when I saw my new teeth, I just saw the perfection of God. I saw how God can take your wildest petitions, your smallest petitions, and just shine light on them. Sometimes we feel like God is focused on cure me from my, my disease or, or show me your, the, the glory of your finances or move me, God, in a mighty way. But the Lord is even after those small things, even down to your fingernail, even down to my tooth. He was that much involved with him. I'm so grateful because when I walked out of that dentist's office, I had a brand new smile. Guys, I spent money on braces, on Invisalign. I mean, a total of about $7,000, $8,000. And let me tell you something. Insurance covered the whole thing. God covered the whole thing. And I'm grateful for that. But that was just one little blessing that was going to kick off a bunch of them. After that... Um, we also, we have recently found that my, that my brother, I couldn't share it with you guys, but now I can share it. My brother and his beautiful wife, Stephanie are pregnant. Yes. And my parents have been waiting to become a grandparent for so long. 
and they've been waiting patiently knowing that God's promise is going to happen and you know lo and behold my, my, my brother and his wife were in Italy they found out they were pregnant there and now they came back here they shared the news with us actually back in September but I had to be faithful I had to be out of, out of control myself and I had to believe that when the time came I would be able to share it with all my listeners and so this is the first time you get to hear it that um, we will have a baby Rudy as but the greater news is that we went to a reveal party on Saturday that they threw and there we found out that it's going to be a boy and man oh man I'm not gonna lie I had all different types of emotions was I was like shocked I was nervous I was happy because like this is a boy I mean my brother and I we've played sports we've bonded we did so many things together now we're gonna bring a boy a boy I feel like I, I feel like it's going to be like, you know, like both our sons, you know, I feel it's going to be something that we, we share and it's going to bring us closer together, even though we're very close already. So Brian and Stephanie, I love you guys so much. You guys are amazing. You guys are beautiful. You guys have done so much um, for me. And uh, I'm so grateful to be a part of that, to share that moment. They even allowed me to use have one of the cannons just to, to blow open the, 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 the color, whether blue or, or pink the, the, of the gender. So it was cool to partake in that. Um, but then right after the next day, I'm talking about Sunday. And I'm going to share this now. I know my sister wants us to kind of hold off. But my sister, I'm, I'm, to, I'm getting ready for church and I'm about to walk out the door. And she goes, Ken, she calls me. She goes, Ken, go to my room, her old room in the house. And I want to send you a video and I want you to show mom and dad. And it was crazy because I'm like, in my, my, my spirit, I was like, wait, this isn't happening right now. And it turns out the video is her revealing that she is pregnant as well, too. And she's due in July. My brother's, my brother's wife, Stephanie, is due in May. So, yes, if, you, if you're keeping track, Stephanie and Stephanie are both pregnant. My sister, Stephanie, and my sister-in-law, Stephanie. And my parents, I mean, they lost it. <laughs> I mean, you guys, if you guys know who my parents are, they've been waiting so long for this. On top of all this, guys, on top of all this, the babies, my new teeth. My mom's kitchen, her dream kitchen that she had wanted for so long is finally being made. I mean, the whole kitchen got demolished. Everything, all appliances, all taken out. It's actually right now demolished. They're going to do the electricity. They're going to put the cabinets. They're going to redo the floor. They're going to knock down the wall. We're going to have an open um, um, floor plan in our house. And let me tell you something. God is awesome. God is amazing. God is faithful. And... Just seeing my parents, just everything they've been through, all the kidney surgeries, all the trials, the ups and downs, the financial um, roller coaster of your life, the emotional roller coaster, the ministering, the the, the the provision that God has done. I mean, guys, you're never going to convince me that God's not real. You're never going to convince me that Jesus Christ did not die on the cross for me. And I'm seeing it every single day. And I'm so grateful to have parents who believe. And guys, right now, that's going to be your key. You got to surround yourself with people who believe. And that's the topic I want to share with you guys right now. I want to just segue right into it. Um, obviously, I'm so grateful for the blessings in my life. And I, and if I, right now, before I do get into it, I just want to pray for you if you've been waiting patiently for that moment of your life. Maybe you're waiting for that job to open up. Maybe you've been waiting for that family member to finally come to Christ. Maybe you've been waiting for just something supernatural. There's something maybe that, 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 that school you want to go to needs the money. Whatever it may be, I want to pray 
because I believe what we receive, we're going to be able to impart into other people. So, Father, I thank you so much for the blessings you're raining upon this family. Thank you for my teeth. Thank you for, for Laura, my girlfriend. Thank you for our birthdays. Thank you for the new kitchen, the babies that are coming, the next generation that are coming. And I pray, God, for all the petitions of my listeners right now. People have been waiting faithfully, fasting, God. They've been giving offerings. They've been sacrificing their time intimate with you, worshiping you, praising you through the storm. I pray, God, that they would just you give them that much more patience to just have the perseverance to make it to the finish line, God, because your promise no one can touch, no one can manipulate, no one can steal, God. And you, Lord, are going to deliver a great promise to those who've been waiting faithfully. So I thank you, Father. I release it over them, the blessings, the gifts, Lord. And in your mighty name, we declare it done and finished. Amen. So I hope you guys received that. And again, I said before that, you know, it's so important to surround yourself with the people that need to be there, the people that are going to help you get to the finish line. I'm a firm believer that you're always going to have friends, you're always going to have family, but then you're going to have your brothers and sisters in Christ. And this is something that we have to begin to invest in. We started a, a, a series that's going in from this month into December to end the whole, thousand, the whole year of 2018. And it's called Fellowship Month or Months. And we're going to be emphasizing so many cool things. We're going to have game nights. We're going to have outreaches to the, to, to the needy. We're going to have uh, icebreakers. We're going to have get to know each other. We have prayer partners going on right now. We have um, a, a series, a, a whole bunch of things we want to do. A Friendsgiving we want to do. But the main focus behind it is to grow together. It's to trust the guy or the girl next to you. It's to trust in the person, even they're new or they've been there for seven years, to trust in that person, to grow with them, to be transparent with them, to hear their heart. And also be able to speak your heart to them. And I feel like so many times people find themselves in churches where, yeah, I have a cool youth group. Yeah, we have cool events. Yeah, we have um, good Bible studies. But I still feel like there's nothing growing in me. And it's, it's, it's something so detrimental, so devastating to a young person when they're sitting in a church and they're not growing. They're there. They're smiling at moments. They're joyful at moments, but they're not growing. And this is why fellowship is so important because the definition of fellowship is friendly association, especially with people who share one's interests. I mean, you can be in an atmosphere with friends, with people who are laughing, but if you don't have the same interests, if you're not growing together in one thing, you can very well feel isolated, depressed. You can feel things that you don't want to feel. So, you know, I know this month is going to be so impactful to our youth because it's going to teach us to not only walk around and be strong in our spiritual uh, natures, um, you know, holding our accountability with our relationship with God and us, but also with our brothers. You know, fellowship teaches us that we don't have to carry the burden, the trials that are hurt by ourselves. We have people here who are learning, who want to be with us who want to help us and strengthen us to get to that promise. You know, funny, I was talking to my youth last night um, and uh, our youth at True Encounter, I mean, they're just, they're growing. And I'm so proud of them. I'm so happy that they're able to, to grow in the spirit and they're able to understand more and more who God is. And, you know, yesterday I was telling that, you know, if you guys know the movie um, uh, Lord of the Rings, uh, Fellowship of the Ring, the first one, and it talks about the plot, and God took me much of the plot, and it says that this group of people, you guys know them as Legolas, Gandalf, you know, all these people that came together to get this ring of death and evil and bring it to, to, to the mountain to throw it into, into the volcano and destroy it, but it says these people came together through snow, sleet, mountain, rain, fire, and fighting evil at every single corner to come together to have one mission. 
And I, I couldn't help but think, I'm like, this is exactly what we do as Christians. We're coming together to destroy all the lies of darkness, all the enemies, advances, schemes, plans, um, everything. And we have it because Jesus Christ died for us. And I want you guys, I want you guys to know today that the journey, if you feel up to this point, has been by yourself. I declare right now that your heart, your heart, your eyes, your mind, everything, your spirit opens up and feels a refreshment knowing that not only the Holy Spirit is there with you, but you have tons and tons of brothers and sisters in the flesh who are fighting this fight with you. So keep fighting the good fight of faith, but know that fellowship is so important. You know, the group you're around are going to help you bring the best out of you better than any therapist, coworker, friend, whatever you want to call it. The people who are in Christ and love Christ, they're going to get you to the finish line. There's an awesome moment in the Bible, actually, where Jesus is talking in, in the temple and he's preaching. And out comes uh, Mary, out comes his brother, out come all these people. And they're knocking, looking for Jesus, who is flesh and blood with them, with these, with Mary and, and her and hers and his siblings. And it's crazy when the people, when a messenger comes to Jesus and says, hey, your mother and your cousins and your brother outside. Jesus says, who are who are my brothers? You know, it's almost like, wait, what do you mean who are your brothers? They are your brothers. It's almost like, like Brian comes and looks for me. And I'm like, who's my brother? Because he's not my brother. He's my brother by flesh, but by spirit. You know, something else. And Jesus responds, the people who do the work of the Father, I consider you my cousins, family, brothers, sister. They are my intimate ones. That's amazing. You know, think about it. There's people in your family right now that have nothing to do with God. But there's a whole group in which they love to talk about God. That gets me into my next thing, that... Fellowship is not just hanging out together and talking and going to church and going to the youth class or hearing that youth pastor speak. Fellowship is coming together and discussing and talking about Jesus. It's hearing one each other's hearts. It's being sharpened by one another. It's prophesying over each other. It's releasing prophetic words and words of knowledge over each other. It's praying for healing for one another. It's putting Jesus in the middle of all things with your brothers and sisters around. And right now, if you're feeling just so inadequate or with no value in your youth know this reach out speak up in your heart to your leader because your leader knows the burden he carries your leader knows that not everything is perfect that they're humans as well too but they want to help you they want to help you produce something inside of you that you haven't even experienced yet in your walk with god so you know going into this topic i know that i had to, it had to be something you have to sacrifice because in reality we've learned a lot especially in this day and age to isolate ourselves do everything by ourselves to use technology as our best friend because the one who's more efficient in technology is the one who produces more and that's the mentality that we we can't bring into the into uh, our spiritual lives because the reality is we need our brothers and sisters the word says that our, one of our last commands is to love one another so the same way we love ourselves to love the person next to us and to love our God or our heart, our mind, our body, our soul and everything. But there are going to be some things that are going to help you get into fellowship and true fellowship. So these are four things that I discussed yesterday. And the first thing is investment. You know, when someone hears investment, they're always thinking, oh, Ken, here we go again with the money and the tithes and the offerings. Unfortunately, and in, in if, if people think that way, I mean, it's true. You're going to need to put your money into it too to advance that kingdom. But honestly, it's not even about that. You have to invest your energy, your passion, your talent, your time, yourself, your whole body. You got to invest into fellowship because if you have seven bad apples and and a 20 person youth, you're going to affect the people. You're going to cause them not to come together. If you had one bad apple and a 10 person youth, it's the same thing. 
But if all of you are in the same mind, the same spirit, looking to produce a fruit of the kingdom, it's the most beautiful thing you can see. But you got to invest. You got to invest into it. The second thing is trust. Um, trust and love go hand in hand. You got to be open to embracing your brother's everything. His flaws, his strength, his weaknesses, opportunities, his ability of thinking, his ability of not thinking sometimes. Whatever it is, you embrace it and you open up and you learn how to love a person. I feel like sometimes we have uh, we lie to ourselves and we learn to love people after we shed their, uh, their, their deficiencies aside and we just focus on their strengths. And we say, okay, I can deal with this person, so I'll go, I'll move forward. But when you learn to love somebody fully for who they are, that's unconditional love. Think about it. God loves you. Even though we were sinners, he still died for us. He still sent Jesus to die for us. So fellowship, loving each other through thick and thin, through whatever comes your way. The third thing is commitment. No, it's not the same thing as investment. And I know that, you know, um, you feel you figure that, you know, once you invest everything, you know, you gave your resources, you gave your time, you gave everything you can. It's kind of frustrating or I'm already here. So what else do I have to give? Be committed to it. Give and keep giving. Show up and keep showing up. Pray and keep praying. It's not the person that prays once in a while. It's not, not the person who blesses once in a while. It's the person who repetitively, consistently, constantly prays and blesses and gives. These are the people that understand what true fellowship is because they love their brothers and they understand that I'm committed to the cause and what we're going to do, we're going to do it together. And the last thing is have some expectations. Come with goals that you want to accomplish. Say, you know what? I want to hear, I want to know the Bible. I want to read the New Testament. I want to hear, I want to read the whole Old Testament. I want to be able to, to know how to use words of knowledge. I want to be able to prophesy. I want to be able to pave my prayer. I want to know what it means to intercede, what it means to fast. Come with expectations. Don't just come there and be like, well, I'm here because someone told me to come. Or I'm here because my dad wants me. No, go there saying, Lord, you're real. And I know you're real. And I want to get to know everything about you. I want to become best friends with you. And that you will see beautiful things will become birthed from that. So, you know, that being said, um, you know, there's, a, there's, there's some verses in the Bible. There's some stuff that's going to help you get through this stuff. Stuff that's going to kind of put things in perspective for you. But most of all, um, if you don't understand that you have to come together for this, that you have to put everything, you have to trust, you got to commit, you got to invest, and you got to set expectations. If you don't know these things, you'll tend to drift away and you'll tend to become frustrated. But let me give you a Bible verse just to help you guys out because togetherness is great. And in Psalm 34, 3, it says this. Um, this, is, this is the verse that's going to help me out and discuss yesterday with the youth. And it says, Oh, magnify the Lord with me. And let us exalt his name together. I mean, it's, listen, guys, I know there's people out there who you heard they fasted for 40 days. That person who prays every day, that person who wakes up by himself and walks the streets in, in the middle of at three in the morning to pray. But you know what's so much more, more, more beautiful is people who come together and do it. People who go to church and have the same spirit, the same mindset, the same heart. You know, it's again, it says here, um, Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Let's do it together. Let's make sure that we do it together and we walk together. You know, there's a there's a verse in Amos uh, 3 also, verse, verse 3. And it says, um, <clears throat> who holding hands, or yeah, who holding hands, do not go in the same direction together. You know, or who goes in different directions while holding hands. I mean, you can't do it. You ever seen it? Have you ever tried it before? Go hold hands with somebody and go north and south. You can't do it. 
Go east or west. Impossible. You got to go in the same direction. You got to look forward to do everything in the same direction. Maybe they'll lag. Maybe they'll fall. But you don't let go of their hands because they fell. You grow with them. You learn them more. You help them more. You edify them more. You know, so today I want to leave you guys with that word of fellowship. Uh, I want I want to just change that word for you guys because, yeah, you, we can grow in numbers and we can and we can have these beautiful lights and, and entertainments and music and bands. But if we're not growing together in Jesus and edifying our spirit and molding everything towards his image, if we're not growing to the point where we're letting releasing every single perfect gift he's put inside of us. What exactly are we doing? We're basically having fun. We're entertaining ourselves. Don't be entertained anymore. Grow together with Jesus. Pray with somebody. Fast with somebody. Um, live with somebody. Help somebody. Lift up your arms, your energy, your time, your money, and give to those in need. And you'll see how much God's going to recompense all your fidelity and your faithfulness. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope the message of the blessings over my family and the message of fellowship have impacted you. If so, please subscribe to this podcast. Please join more. Give us feedback. We want to know more and more because Hope Ministries one day is going to be all over the world. I thank you guys because we're already approaching 3,000 listeners. And I know very, very soon God's going to impact new territories and new places. I love you guys. Have a great evening. God bless you.